It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. On this episode, we have comedian Dan Dries. Also, riding shotgun with me, Paul Farvar, is the recently no longer pregnant Maggie DePaulo. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this website. Wherever you're listening right now, just stop, hit the subscribe button. I know I keep saying this, but it's really important to have our subs up, and it also uh, helps us if you review us. If you haven't already, review us. Share this. Tell one person if you like this episode to listen to it. You have no idea how much this helps. It keeps this podcast free and it keeps me going so I don't have to go back to working uh, a nine-to-five job where I have to sue everybody, including you guys, for not listening. Um, like all our, our uh, guests, uh, their pages on Instagram, follow them. Um, and also check out my new YouTube page, uh, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, to see the upcoming dates that I have coming to your city, probably. I'm traveling a shit ton right now. And also, most importantly, check out our sponsors. Listen, you know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But... When I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend, Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, a need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend, Scott Shapiro, has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, if you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just, just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um he is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. On tonight's episode, we have an amazing comedian. But before I introduce him, I want to say hi to our dear friend Maggie DePaulo. Hey, Maggie. Hey, Paul. Recently child having. Yeah. Is that how you say bearing. it? Child bearing. Yeah. You look great. You look like you're glowing, even Thank though you. you look glowing when you had a kid, right? Is it just always glowing now? Glowing 24 7. I don't That's know how right. that works, but it seems like it. Well, thank you for becoming yeah. the voice of reason for us today. I uh, really appreciate it. We have a, a great guest. Uh, this comedian, uh, I think we started at the same time. I could be wrong. You might have been before me, but I do remember you from the old glory days at Merkel's two and a half. Oh, Persians. yeah. Yeah, we did probably start about the same time. You were man. a regular at that spot, which is to this day, I still argue one of the best uh, open mics in Chicago in that era. It was so fun because it was such a small room yeah. and everyone, you were like kind of forced to pay attention. You couldn't Dan talk Dries. in the back. Oh, hey, I'm Dan First Dries. I forgot to say your name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're forced. And we had real civilians, if you remember, yeah. judging. And so you got like a real gauge of 
how jokes are working. Yeah, there so many people fall into that horrible habit at open mics where they just say like the worst offensive thing, and they're like, "Oh, it's comedy. I've made a bunch of open mic comedians laugh. I'm good at this." And it's like you're. This doesn't translate to different. anything else. It's a yeah. different crowd. And the best part was when we'd get judges who were the bookers at the clubs and people would fucking lose their shit. Like, I just remember seeing comics who would crush in that room in front of other comedians and then the bookers would come and they would eat a dick. And you're like, wow, <laughs> like you were someone that I looked up to. Whereas like for me, it's the opposite. Like I can do well with regular or I could do well, I think, better than in a room full of comedians. Like that's the worst feeling for me oh yeah no I in front of comedians in, or in front, front of comedians no civil- i could oh. do a room of a thousand strangers comedians are the worst audience They're- i had to do an audition recently uh for uh for something national and they kept all the other comedians in the room when you're doing your set oh brutal i would rather just i know for like america's got talent it's just you and the two or three of the comedians but just the judges that's fine but to have all the people who are competing with you in the room with you. Just hating you. Hating you. And they all know each other because you're in another city. Yeah, they're not. already giving up all the information of which is. It was NBC. They're no, not, like, there to encourage you. No. Yeah, it's the worst. Because they know you're like, it yeah. makes you feel like a fucking fraud. But, but anyway. So that's where you guys met? I think yeah. that's where we met, Yeah, that right? sounds about right. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't doing stand-up very long before that i was i was still in my afraid of going to mike's phase when that was going on yeah i'm trying to remember i think that was like eight years ago right 2011 2012 probably yeah like 2012 yeah. sounds about right yeah yeah huh. oh um, man so we've known each other but yeah we haven't really Couple talked. veterans here no Couple I'm, I'm i'm a very introverted person yeah. i'm like uh yeah i don't i don't like go out very often i'm like like not much of a drinker the social side of all the stand-up stuff like doesn't come very naturally to me yeah uh, i don't i don't do i don't i'm the same i don't i try to stay out of everyone's business and i try not to become uh part of the comedy scene yeah it's always like depressing the people who are like their whole personality is that they're out all the time yeah because i'm like well that looks it looks fun and like i'm jealous of how like in their comfortable in their own skin they are but i don't think it leads to anything i no. think you just like you have a very good time for a couple of years and then you're like ah. are you not out at, at all with comedy people or just in general like oh you, uh, no i mean you just hang with different Peeps. Yeah, like I have a lot of friends outside of comedy. Okay. I uh, and I have like I have friends in comedy. I'm just you're you're never gonna see me like shutting down a four a.m. or anything like that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second because you are recently single, I think, right? Recently, yeah. I uh, I was in like a three year long relationship, right. and uh, it's weird because like. Uh, I, I remember being decent at being single and now I feel like it's something that is like completely foreign to me. Like I don't know how to do it. I feel very out of my skin. Uh, also like I was single when like all the apps weren't so vicious Yeah, and I tried getting back. I was on them for like one day and had to delete them because they're so mean <laughs> do now. Do you remember? What do you mean? What do you mean they're mean? I mean, like I was, I used Tinder when Tinder was like brand new. Wait, so everyone that's was, what I was going to yeah. talk about. Do you, were you in the room when Tinder was, when we discovered Tinder, it was at Merkel's and I made everybody in the room join it to see if we could all like match with people. I think, do you remember that? Day? I do remember. I think I was already on it. Though, oh, okay. Because like, it just came out. Spot. It was, it was at the time where it was like, people were like, have you heard of Tinder? Now everyone heard it, but nobody, yeah. 50% of the room had not even heard of it. And then we all joined it. I remember that and it was so much fun. But anyway, uh, yeah, so so you're saying that now it's different. It's cha- Well, it's like 
there's like ads on it now and like guys trying to sell weed on Tinder and stuff. Oh yeah. And when I started, it was like, everyone was new to it. So everyone was kind of like a little hesitant. hesitant. Yeah. They're a little like guarded about it. So no one's like being an asshole. Everyone's just kind of like a little concerned about what this new thing is. Uh, and now it is not that way. Have you, are you on all the apps? Now? No, they are all off of my phone. I am really? not going Why? back to the apps. Uh, it feels weird. I don't like it anymore. And I, what do you mean by mean? Like, has someone been hurtful? Or you like just mean hurt, like no uh, one gives a shit? And no, one really get yeah, no one gives a shit. And like, if you try and like talk to someone, that's like no one talks back. It feels like okay. Yeah, so it's very empty. Non-responsive. Yeah, very, yeah, it feels like very transactional. Okay. Um, and I, I just yeah, I don't do well with that. And like, literally, have had people uh, like I messaged someone and they uh, like I said hi and they were like that's it. And I was like. Ah. I mean, I, I was going to ask you a follow-up question. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you would say hi. Yeah, I'm not going to waste my time writing a yeah. funny three paragraphs. And No, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't like that. So well, yeah. how are you meeting people then otherwise? Or you just don't, you're not trying uh, to? No, no, I'm meeting, like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm forcing myself life. to be social. Like, yeah, I'm going to like concerts and stuff like that. Uh, the, the sad one is I've had to like reach out to friends and be like, so who do you know that you could maybe, are you looking That's to smart. be in a relationship? Yeah. That's not sad. Yeah. I don't think I'm good. I, I did like a long stretch of being like a single guy who was like, I'm going to be single forever. And I don't think I can go back to What's that. What's a long stretch for you? Uh, like 22 to 26. Okay. Yeah. I was, <laughs> no, I didn't Four have, years. I didn't have yeah. longer than like a six month relationship okay. for a long, long time. And then you had a long one. Yeah. And then yeah. I had a long one. Uh, do you want to get married and have kids? Is that something you see in the, in I don't the know horizon? if I want to have kids. I feel like the, ki- like I, the kids thing is like, it's nice to aspire to, but I feel like it's such a far down the road step that you're like, Oh, you have to meet the right person and like grow with them. And then that's the decision that gets right. made. It's like a nice thing to, I would, yeah, I would like to have kids, I'm sure. But but you want to get with, married. Yeah. With, yeah. That's the first step. How why? old are you? Sorry. I'm 30. Okay. Oh yeah. God. Okay. You're still so young. All right. So why do you, why do you want to get married then? Why, or why do you want to be in a, in a just, relationship? It's nice. I like the support of it. Uh, and it's like in, in all my, even just my friends, Friendships. I've always been a guy who has like three fr- like three close friends That's or what, yeah. I've always been like yeah, a couple of tight friends and not like a huge like I'm Group. friendly with people, but yeah, I don't consider myself to have like seventy friends. Right. Yeah. So wh- okay, so you're gonna you're not using the apps. No, nah. you don't. You can drink your coffee. Uh, keep, no. you keep no, I'm, I am very aware of the mic, man. I've got all my podcasts. I've got ten thousand podcast hours in. I'm very comfortable so, with this. So. uh you, you're not on the apps. You're mm-hmm. asking friends for possible yeah. connections to set you up and stuff, which is which is really smart. It's a smart yeah. move. You're young. I did have one friend tell me though, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if six months, if you're doing better, we'll set you up with one of my friends. I was <laughs> oh, like, am God. I that bad right now? If you're doing better, if I'm doing better, I must have been looking awful when he said that. I don't know what I was like admitting, when, but he was from your last breakup. Yeah, it was like a recent thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. When was the breakup? Um. I think like the, uh, the final, officially final. it would have been like early July. Oh, so yeah, very yeah. did you break it off or was it mutual or, uh, without getting into details? It w- I'll just say it wasn't a great split. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've been like, I've also spent like the last two months like crashing on friends couches. Cause I was like, oh, you were living I was together. kind of like, yeah, I was like finding a new living situation okay. kind of without that's, expecting that's stressful. it. Yeah. 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 So you were living um, together. Yeah, we lived together for like two years. Okay. So after a year of dating, you guys decided to move together, move in together. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much, it was going really well. 
Okay. No, yeah. no, no. It makes sense, I guess. I, I just, I would never want to live. I would like to put that off as much as possible. But you also are in a different situation than me because I want to be single. Um, <laughs> so what what did you learn about that relationship in terms of like what you definitely want? Or uh, let's not even just that relationship, just in general. What are you, what are you looking for in a person? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking for someone that I like. I think it's all about like someone you can grow with. So someone that like, if you can see what you look like five years down the road with that person, that's like a really good sign. Uh, and like, you want someone who kind of pushes you to do things that you might like motivates. Yeah. You. It motivates you a little bit and makes you feel like you're, uh, like the most genuine version of yourself. Uh, brings out the best in you yeah. and not the worst. Yeah. Which, and cause, and like, I didn't really realize that when I had been single cause my whole thing was just like, I'm in my twenties who's cool to hang out with. Yeah. And I'm going to do that for, you know, two months at a time and keep moving on over and over and over again. And it's like, you realize that like, it's kind of hollow really quickly and uh, really quickly. I did it for six years. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're so young. Dan. Yeah. Like, you have no, like I, when you said you were, you're 30, like when I was 22, I'm the, I, I, I brought this up on a podcast before but i went back and i found the journal that i kept when i was 20 to 21 mm-hmm. like i there's if it wasn't my handwriting i'd be like this is who's this fucking loser yeah like it's, your priorities change and your persona change what i was when i was 30 i i thought i was going to be a, a man an entertainment lawyer in la Oh yeah, not even on the radar right now. Right. Or I was gonna wait. No, when I was thirty, I think I was gonna be a politician. You might play one. Yeah, but. I might play one on TV. <laughs> oh, wait, but like, did you have uh, political aspirations before or after you were in a band? Uh, I did both. So the the good question. My ideal situation, and this is something I think we've talked about on a different podcast, was uh, I was gonna be a one hit wonder, and I was gonna use my fame and notoriety to launch my political career. Oh, I like this. I, uh, at the time, <laughs> I people probably th- were like, that'll never work. But now that's like, that's a pretty reasonable way to get into, po- into politics. It was, uh, it was happening with, at the time, a lot of uh, people were getting into politics who were like pseudo-celebrities. I think the guy from the Love Boat, uh, Gopher, was yeah. running for Congress in Iowa. Or people who had bit parts and things. There were some musicians that were running. What's that? <laughs> Schwartz? No, this was before. Uh, Jesse Ventura? Yeah, Ventura was in it. So in my head, I'm like, if they can do that on governor level, I can become like a, a representative somewhere. But yeah, so, so, but my point is. Turns out. <laughs> my life is, to- your, your life is, you, you grow. You talk about wanting to grow with someone. It's really hard to grow individually. Yeah. And then have someone else in your life because you're going to be pulled in that direction. So especially when you're doing comedy. Yeah. 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 The the comedy thing, too, is like I think some people romanticize like how much comedy can like fuck you up as a person. Like I know plenty of people who have like good comedy careers who are pretty well adjusted. Like they're they're not the most <laughs> well adjusted people I know. Um Tommy Mack. Tommy Mack's a pretty oh, well-adjusted Tommy guy. Mac-Namara. Yeah, he's like twelve years old. <laughs> that, maybe that's part of why he's so well-adjusted. Is everything <laughs> is still like new to him? Uh, but yeah, there's like people. It doesn't. You don't need to be like Artie Lang to be good at stand-up or comedy. Sure. Yeah, no, you're that's right. True. There's yeah. a lot of people who are well-adjusted. But I mean, if you're going to pursue a comic this path, like there's only certain types of people who can understand it or allow you to grow. And help you, like you said, get yeah. the best, become the best version of yourself. Yeah. And how do you do that? You can't. Do you think you should date other comedians? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I, I for a long time had a rule of not dating comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that might be a good rule. Okay. Uh, just because I think that there are like some, it, it rise, it like brings out its own set of problems that you right. have to deal with. Uh, also like it, it lets you, comedy is such an individual pursuit, especially stand up that it lets you be a little picky about like the way that you're pursuing it and the things that you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have to feel like it's, there's like a, a group decision. Collaborate. No, yeah. I agree. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for, Listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything. But he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with. And through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week, we're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it. Or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, and you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, parm, parastron. So what What are the, so if you're not going to, if you have this no dating comedian's policy mm-hmm. and you have this desire to be with someone that's going to allow you to be the best of what you are and you're not on the apps, you're limiting yourself. Like what, who is this? What are the, who are you going to date? What is the ideal situation? Hmm. I think uh, honestly, like, Everyone I know who's had like successful relationships like that, it seems like there's a lot of people who have jobs that keep weird hours. Uh, I've heard like, yeah, I've heard people who've said like date someone who's like a nurse. That's like the best you yeah. can. Yeah, I know a friend of mine who did that. I think yeah. a mutual friend did that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, yeah. That in like, I don't think that that's like I have to find some nurses only website, <laughs> but uh, musicians only. Music, yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I said there's a farmer's Get on only. Farmers farmers only. only yeah. They keep weird hours. Yeah. I'll drive out to normal Illinois, Illinois every weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do uh, music. I think yeah. I've been pushing for musicians, musicians and comedians because I think they do have the similar hours. They mm-hmm. have the creative outlet and you're not in the same lane where you're competing or 
you know, dealing with the, the stresses yeah. of dating someone in your own field. Yeah. And you get to be like more impressed by someone else who's doing something artistic yeah. in a different field. Cause you're like, Oh, I can't do that. That thing's not accessible to me. Right. So you should just date a musician. What yeah. else is on your list of what you're looking for? Uh, huge boobs. <laughs> Besides uh, a big rack. No, I've never like, I'm a pretty agreeable guy. So like, I've never been like, I need to know this type of person. Like a lot of my friends are like, they're very different people. Uh, so I don't like, I don't want to think that I have like a, this person needs to be this, this and this. I definitely want someone who to be with someone who like is funny or like gets jokes and can join in. What if they have like shitty taste in comedians? Shitty taste? Like- no, I, not even that. I can't even get mad. One of my best friends, uh, like a roommate from college loves the big bang theory. Like he identifies oh, with it on a personal so level. Great guy though. It's really? Not, How is that possible? It's not his fault because he's super smart and it's like he doesn't spend two and a half. He men. hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't ruined his head with comedy, <laughs> oh so God. he just likes the stuff that's How available to everyone. Yeah, bad. I once uh, I had a problem with someone that liked Jay Leno. I, I was like, I yeah. can't, I can't, can't talk to you. Like, I, how can you like Jay Leno over even, Conan? I, yeah, that's Although true. I heard Jay Leno stand up, I'm just talking about the talk. I've show. never heard a stand up. I always hear that he's the greatest one of all Everybody time. Everyone says, raves about him, but yeah. I've not heard a minute of it. Foxworthy. What, 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 Foxworthy is actually a good stand up. I can get behind Foxworthy. What, what are their what are the like the red flags for you then? If it's not you they obviously mm. like comedy. You don't yeah. care if they like uh the age, puppet guy. Height, weight. Besides age, chest. I do feel uh, this happened to me. Years old. No, this I'm like I kind of freaked out because I am like, as far as comedians, I'm sure I'm like one of the more conservative people we know, uh, and like I freaked out because I um, I'm like I've been actively trying to like go out and date and meet girls, and I was talking to a girl and we exchanged phone numbers and we were going to meet up you for meet, a date. First of all. Um, Friendly. Literally, I was at a festival in uh, in Asheville. Okay, and Comedy she was fans. and she was a musician. She okay. was uh, coming through, and uh, she was uh, playing like a tour throughout the South. Perfect. So we were talking a little bit, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, give me your number. We'll meet up." Because her tour was going to end in Chicago, and then I found out she was like twenty four years old, and I had like a minor crisis where I'm like, I, "Am I going to be a guy who's like dating girls who's a decade young?" And like, what? I know that's, that's not like a, thirty. I know, yeah. I know that's not a huge, but this is what happens when you come out of like a long-term thing where you're like, I had an identity set where I'm like, I'm with this person. We're around the same age. We you have are this, around the same yeah, age at 20. Yeah. Old we, man Dries here. Yeah. No, I, I dated girls who are 24. That's <laughs> I was I'm say, 10 years older. No, I second guess Paul everything. Paul would be in jail. Now. That was yeah. the problem. I, I, so what happened? You second guessed it? No, we went. We, I ended went up out? talking myself out of it. We went on a date and it was nice. And then we like text each other every okay. once in a while. Yeah. So that's good. So do you go for older than than thirty or just closer to thirty? Just, yeah, just I just want like someone close to my age. I want to be able to be like we watched the same TV shows growing up. Like that's I want like a, that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And that's probably super picky of me and something I need to not make a priority. But it's just something that like. Twenty four yeah. for a female is like thirty for most. Yeah, men. I'm also realizing that. Are you like is, an old soul? No, I'm very immature. Okay. Are you? What are the What are the things that you definitely won't do other than comedians? You said you won't date another comedian. Um, I you I date a comedian. I probably wouldn't date a stand comedian. Up yeah, not a, a stand up. Actually, okay. yeah, I was talking to a friend about that. About like maybe I think the ultimate move is to date improv people. Yeah. No, that's They're still funny. Fine. There's no competition. You know, the thing is, and, and it's every field. We've talked about it with every field. Like there's other people who have job. Like there's a reason why you mm-hmm. don't date where you work. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it's a 
tradition where you don't do that. And, uh, in, in law in do, I mean, doctors shouldn't doctors and nurses like that shit doesn't happen in real life. No. Although on Grey's Anatomy. All the time. Yeah. yeah that's, you're not supposed to do that because you're working. It's yeah. a different situation, but improv, you're, you're not on the same shows. You have different things, but you also have creative stuff. Yeah. And you clearly don't have any mus- uh, comedy snobbery. No, I, I said I like the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah I can get behind the. <laughs> like, how do you? No, what what the, are the? What are the things that you would be snob? No, I probably music? Would, I am a bit of a comedy snob. Um, you wouldn't try. You would, the girls like you know. I'm a real big fan of Jeff Dunham. What are you gonna uh, say? That yeah, that would be. That's hard. what I was thinking. <laughs> of, not thing. Foxworthy. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess Dunham. if they were Very like an actual the, fan of the thing, because I'm used Gallagher. to. Yeah, if someone said like I watch. Uh, new girl or whatever. Like, I don't know. Actually, I've heard that show's fine. But uh, like, if they said like they watch it, and it's kind of yeah, two and a half minutes, like kind of a passive thing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's not a big part of your personality. If I met someone who was like, yeah, I really love Jeff Dunn. Like, I have all the Larry the Cable guys. I'd be like, oh, I don't think we can do this. Really? So okay, so there is a line. Yeah. What about like? Line. Is there anything else? Politics or music or anything else? That Religion. You're like, nah. None of that stuff bothers me. I grew up like I grew up very conservative. Muslim Trump supporter, you're all Muslim Trump. Oh, that's an interesting person. I'm going on a (laughs) date with a Muslim (laughs) Trump supporter for sure. Hey, it's out there. Yeah, we're getting drinks or whatever a Muslim Trump supporter. Muslim Trump supporter who loves Jeff Dunham. That's what's it. I mean, and what's your music? What is your music? Music. Um, I'm a I'm a big hip hop fan. Uh, which I know isn't everyone's thing, so I wouldn't like it. I can't do like pop country. Okay, I can do if you like like the old western, like Patti Smith type stuff. I can get behind that what if it's um, like loretta okay. lynn this girl is beautiful she's 28 all right perfect she loves billy ray cyrus and uh this travis Strait. she wants to make Mar- america great again right. uh, travis Strait. she has a maga hat and she's a uh, muslim wrapped in yeah. a- and also jeff dunham all his uh, she she celebrates his whole yeah I, I, not only am i i'm bringing her to every show i'm like what well, meet my irony girlfriend <laughs> she's 24 yeah, and a half this is the bit that i'm oh, doing yeah. so okay so have you gone on any dates since you've been single that have been like oh this is horrible um setups or anything like that i haven't been on any dates that have been bad i've been on dates where i'm like there won't be a second date this why? is fun. why isn't there a second date with just Jan? like not clicking or like what makes it not click? Uh, this is, I made this mistake, uh, literally like the last girl I dated before I was in a long-term relationship. I dated, uh, went on a date with a similar type of girl, like a, uh, a very type A finance girl. Okay. Uh, finance. Yeah. Finance. And I, I don't know what those, cause I've gone on dates with those girls before and I don't know what they see in me cause they don't laugh at anything I say. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to make jokes. They don't catch any of it. They seem and I don't, if, if someone's trying to make a joke and it's not funny to you, that person looks mentally ill. So I don't know why you would want to go on a second date with that person. Uh, but you're like, you're like, you're like laid back. So it's like opposites attract type thing. Yeah. I think there's definitely a big finance part. or finance. I just, finance? I just think it's fancy to say finance. Finance. <laughs> I'm just curious. And I was like, shit, I've been saying yeah. it wrong. Maybe that's when you're at a, yeah. you're at an interview. Like now they know I'm an yeah. idiot because I'm saying the words wrong. Finance. It just sounds fancy. Tomato. Okay. Yeah. So you go out with the finance lady who's a type a mm-hmm. but th- why wasn't there a second date you didn't want a second date or she wasn't you thought she wasn't going to want to do it um it, yeah it just didn't feel like there was like any chemistry or anywhere for it to go from there it was like a nice evening we had we had cocktails and you know talked about what we do for work and life, like what life, music. life insurance yeah life insurance <laughs> <laughs> insurance yeah, yeah we no. we talked all about underwriting and all that good <laughs> stuff 
I just can't. I, it seems like you are so easy to get along with that you have all these other, you have all these open doors for everything. And then the weird mm-hmm. thing is like 24 year old yeah. like, knocks you out. I don't, it freaked me out. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm very afraid of being a guy. Cause like when I was in my twenties, I was like, having a good time and I don't want to be a guy who's in his thirties. Who's like, I'm going out and trying to get tail. Like, I I feel like there's a, an expiration date on that. And like, you don't want to be the creepy guy. You don't want to regress as a person either. Like you want to, like I, I, in the last three years I learned like what about a relationship is good for me as a person. Yeah. Like about it. Yeah. And I don't want to jump back to just being like, yeah, I'm just hanging out for a little bit. It's yeah. a case a by break. case basis. As an old dude, I can tell you that I've gone out with uh, women who are older than me and younger than me. And, mm-hmm. I, and when I was younger, like five years ago, I met a woman who was significantly younger than me. But she was like way more mature yeah. than 90% of women I've ever gone out with. And we had this great relationship where, I mean, I felt creepy too. But again, I was also like significantly older than six years than her (laughs) but she was like she had her shit more she had her shit together more than anybody i'd ever met um 10 years older than her Mm -hmm. like she was a she was a successful in her field she was a musician she was like crushing in in her field and in her field like she was the youngest too like she was 10 20 years younger than these other people who were doing what she did but like you said like this 24 year old girl if she's on a tour She's got her shit together. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. Was it Phoebe Bridgers? No. It was Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> sure was I'm dating Billie Eilish right now. <laughs> that makes sense. People are probably like, "Who's Phoebe Bridgers?" <laughs> so what? What? Um, what's next? How are you gonna? How are you going to? Uh, how are you gonna manifest this? What, first of all, let me ask you this. Uh. Why aren't you on the apps? There are certain ones that are good, so by the way. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's transactional. Yeah. Yeah. There are ones that aren't as I've transactional. heard Hinge is good. That's the one everyone tells me I was just going to say it's really good. I don't know. I feel like I'm like comfortable enough. I'm like an approachable enough person that I can like, I can talk to people at bars and it's not, I'm not like a jarring personality. Uh, so like, no, I'm, I'm good at like meeting strangers. Like uh, it, it's not uncommon for me to like talk to a stranger on the train or like meet someone at a bar that I'm like, I'm, I'm decent at that. So I feel like I don't, if I can avoid going on the apps for a little bit, I can try and do yeah. that. Yeah. It's what, all what about like sharing your passions and stuff too. Don't you have like, aren't you big into basketball too? Or? Yeah. 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 I so love, I love, I don't this, <laughs> I think, well, I'm into it in like probably a different way than a lot of guys. Like I love watching the games and all that stuff, but I also like, I love like the history of the NBA uh, my favorite book of all time is Loose Balls. It's all about like the the founding of the ABA and like all of the stuff that goes into just like it's no different than like the stories that you would get about like a, a big business like starting like the the founder like for okay. McDonald's. It's really similar stuff to that. So like I I know things about it that I think are like more approachable to people who don't just want to watch a game, uh, and I don't need someone to be like a huge fan of that but thing. That, but my whole point is, that, I would like, love that. I though. promise you, no twenty four year old girl knows about that. ABA, yeah. but <laughs> I don't think it's a funny thing cool. to talk. No, about. it is. Yeah. It's super cool. But that's no. the thing. Like that's why those apps are great in a sense where you can weed. You can find you can someone like that, with, and yeah. then you, even if it doesn't work on a on a level where um, you end up to, marrying the person, mm-hmm. you have a connection with someone in such a such a specialty niche that you have that you have knowledge on your information on. Like I go on there, and I, I'm a huge Cubs fan, and then you connect with people who are like real Cubs fans. That's an awesome connection. That's very true. Yeah, 
I do whatever. have a, you have like, a I will very... say if yeah, I'm, I'm fingers crossed, she's a listener. There's a beat writer who used to write for about the Pacers and now she writes about the Wizards. Candace Buckner, if you're listening, I would love to take you <laughs> out on a date. I think we can. Have you tried to reach out to her or like follow her on Instagram? Honestly, I had a Twitter interaction with her one time and it kind of made my week. Oh my. <laughs> well, are you guys, are you following no, no, her no. on Twitter? Um, yeah, she's like a, she's a very like well uh, established writer though. This is, uh, this is like you're me. You're an just, established comedian. I'm I'm on, doing okay. I got a thousand yeah. Twitter let's followers. Get her, let's, <laughs> good. Can, let's get Candace on the Candace <laughs> on the phone. Call us in. She's the We've best. Got the, anyone callers are calling. How old is right Candace? Now. I I'm not. She's ageless, timeless, and beautiful. Uh, <laughs> what if she's no, twenty four? I, I really like her writing. Um, what if she's twenty four? If she's twenty four, Trump supporter. Muslim. Don't you say these horrible and things Jeff about Dunham the love fan. of my life. <laughs> and like huge, huge fan of, uh, who's that country guy that hates, hates, uh, Muslims. What's I it? mean, that, you're casting them? a wide net the there. That had that the restaurants that were all closed. Oh, oh, uh, Toby, uh, Toby Keith. No, Toby, Toby Keith's liberal. Yeah, no. his his actual politics are like pretty liberal. He's like the he's proud to be an American. Singer. Um, yeah, he does a lot of like very patriotic he's stuff. On Fox of his, News all the time. Uh, yeah. I think you're thinking of someone else. No, I. Toby could have Keith sworn Toby Keith liberal. has like some liberal takes. Okay, so let's say he's boys with uh, with Colbert. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's true. We'll find out. But okay, so Candace, 24 years old, mm-hmm. Jeff Dunham fan, loves Big Bang Theory. Two and a half, she has DVDs. Her insights on the pick and roll and how to defend the pick and roll are going to be just enough for me to get what past about all team? that. What's your, what if she's like <laughs> loves uh, LeBron James or whoever you hate? Whoever I dislike. If someone was a big Kobe fan, that would be a problem for me. Are you a Bulls fan? No, I'm from uh, I'm from Cincinnati, so the closest team for, to me was the Pacers. Okay. So that was who I grew up like watching and going to games to. Okay. Yeah. I have good Pacers stories for you off the air. Ooh, uh, I love that. From my generation. Because I used to date... Uh, it was a really weird thing that happened to me for a period of time. I was dating women who were also dating men who were either basketball players or football players. So if you line me up with all these guys, they'd be like very large black men and, and me. And you. And Reggie like, Miller and Paul. Right. Like I'd be like, how do I fit in this clan of people? But that is, yeah. Can that I say would... clan? <laughs> but I'm just saying like it was a bizarre thing, but then I'd get to meet all these people. And, uh, and there was a, they weren't like the stars on the teams, but like I would get free tickets to these things. She's like, oh, do you want to go to a Pacers game? I'm like, how did you get these tickets? She's like, do you want to know or do you want to go to the game? I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want I want to sit courtside. Yeah, courtside. but I would go to these games. I wasn't a huge Pacers fan, but... Um, oh, that's awesome. Such a jersey chaser. It's a weird thing. Uh, and I used to do a joke about Charles Barkley. Secondhand. Where I, I'm... Well, I shouldn't talk about that. I saw Charles Barkley in Chicago one time. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh I went into a, a CVS. Big fan. It was the CVS I by a joke about him. Rainforest yeah. Cafe. I went in there to like grab a cliff bar or something and I saw this like I saw him I was like that that can't be. So I kind of like start following him a little bit, like just keeping enough of a distance he can't see me and he's going through the aisles and uh I like start catching up to him and he's at the top of one of the aisles and he turns around and he is holding a box of condoms and we make eye contact and I sprint to the next Are aisle. Are you serious? No yeah, way. It Were they magnums? I, I would assume. I, I didn't, no I didn't take enough time to get a good look at it. Fun fact. Uh, Charles like, Barkley bar. has dated two women that I've dated. Really? Yeah. So, well, and, we know that he, and if depending on the time frame where this happened, I <laughs> can tell you exactly time. where he was going. 
So, all right. Um, okay, Oof. so we're gonna we're gonna find this Candace woman, mm-hmm. not Candace Bergman, not to be confused with Candace Bergman, <laughs> different lady. Candace, Who's Candace Bergman. She's the woman in Murphy Brown, right? He's too I'm young 30. for Murphy Brown. I know Murphy Brown. Isn't no way he knows See, Murphy this Brown. is the kind of uh, gap in communication that I'm trying to avoid by not dating people much Did younger. Did you say than Candace me. Parker, by the way? Like the basketball no, player? That's no, <laughs> but also I would I would wife up Candace Parker in a hot I played hot against second. her. Yeah. I played against her in high right? school, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. What about a basketball player? You she could married date a basketball player. somebody. Oh, man, I would love to date a WNBA yeah, player. Yeah, that, that would be so cool. They would know more about the pick and roll than you. Yeah. I would be much shorter than them. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, So what's the takeaway here? What are you going to do to find this? I think you Mm -hmm. really need to make an effort with this Candace woman. For Candace Buckner? Yeah. What what do you have to lose? Even if it just becomes a platonic. Write that down. Is it Buckner? We're going to reach out to Mm -hmm. her. Candace Buckner? Yeah. Even if, you know what? I'm a headhunter. I I will go for it. I don't know if she's single. Because she's just a sports writer. She's not saying a lot of stuff about her personal life in articles. That's right. Private. We've had sports uh, people on the show. And Uh, I feel like she could use some support in her life because she's writing about the Wizards this season, and that's a bad team this year. That's a shitty thing to write about. Yeah, it's not not great. Oh, here she is. Oh, she's she's from Louisiana. Mm -hmm. She live here? Hey, maybe she is a Trump supporter. (laughs) She's also You know, racist. we're not bashing we're not bashing Trump because I know a lot of people get mad when I say stuff like that. It's just about what can you talk about with certain people. So yeah. I know that people are fans of his um that get mad when I say that. So yeah, she writes a lot about the wizards. I think yeah. she's older than you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> she's got a very good career. I wouldn't be surprised. I think but- he- what if she was six years older than you? I'm so on board for that. I still am younger than the oldest woman I've ever dated. So <laughs> she's definitely older than you. But <laughs> she's like sixty. You don't yeah. know this. If she's sixty, well, what, that would be. What would be the age th- bracket that you would know? You're thirty, so yeah. fifty is too old for you. That would be too old. When I was like 25, I dated a 38 year old woman. Okay. Yeah. Dated woman, a woman, a woman. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, I met her at uh, Windy City Soul at the Empty Bottle. Okay. Yeah, she, she was like partying, and we like, yeah, we like exchanged numbers and stuff, and went on a couple dates. It was nice. Yeah. No. It's like, yeah. I that's felt, not even that. That's not that old. I felt very paid well, attention a, to. It was very fun. I did. It's, it is old in terms of the age. Jesus. Well, I feel. Well, like you said earlier, like a, this old dame men are very immature, and I, like a twenty-five-year-old guy. I know I was like I, I remember who I was when yeah, I was twenty-five. Yeah. I was not. I think there was you nothing should look sophisticated for older or worldly women. about me. I'd be down. I think you should All date right, older looking women. Up. Yeah. Older women? Yeah, I think you could. So, what's the limit on how old she is? Okay, I'm going to tell you how old she is right now. Hmm. I, I can tell you how old she is right now. All right. Do I'm going to say, can I take a guess? She's uh, 38. Okay. I was so, going to go 36. So um, she graduated in 2002. So she's three years older than me. She's 39. High school, 1998, she graduated. She's 39. All right. Then that's my age limit right there. <laughs> I'm drawing the line at Candace. 39. All right. They have well, to be between 25 and Candace. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's limit. the limit. The age will continue to move up with Candace. But 25 <laughs> yeah. is staying right there forever. 
We're going to get a defamation lawsuit against us. <laughs> get her on here. All right, we're out of time. Dan, where can uh, where can people find find out more about you other than at Windy City Soul? Uh, you, uh, you can subscribe to my podcast, Basketball Stories. I do that with Kyle Scanlon and Cleveland Anderson, two yeah. very funny comedians. Cleveland's very funny. Kyle, what do you guys talk about? about? Uh, we do like weird <laughs> NBA stories. Yeah. So like the woman that flipped off Joe Kim Noah. Um, yeah. The whole story. But yeah, the story behind podcast. her. She like uh, maybe killed a couple of her ex-husbands. So we talk about like stuff like that. That's There's kind of buried. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also have a uh, a show at the Laugh Factory every third Thursday called Three's Company. And I'm also a uh, a cast member at the Lincoln Lodge. So look that up. Nice. And awesome. what's your what's your uh, Twitter page in oh, case Buckner follows? Twitter uh, at Dan the Drees. Uh, she'll remember that one time we made we we made a list of. Uh, on, on one fateful night, a list of the best hairlines in the NBA by position. That was a very fun interaction we had on did, Twitter one time. Did Vince uh, Coleman make that cut? Vince, I don't know uh, who Vince Coleman not is. Vince Col- oh, what's the guy? Derek Vince Coleman? Jo- Vinny Johnson. Vinny Johnson. He didn't make the cut. I think it was like Kyrie Irving, Paul George, <laughs> uh, Bradley Beal. I'm gonna. I'm missing a few. I'm not gonna go back into this. This is a boring thing to say. Oh, that's Kyle Scanlon. By the way, I <laughs> was kidding Candace. when I said Kyle Scanlon wasn't funny. He's one of my best friends. So. <laughs> no, he's all of. We all like Kyle Scanlon, and he's no, not I very was, funny. I was with him last night at a concert. Speaking of which, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dan, for coming on the Singles Only Podcast and sharing your wisdom. Candace, please listen up. Maggie, Candace, thanks for being the voice of reason. Although I don't think you really were reasonable in this one. You didn't hey, really provide I feel any. like there's some good advice. Doing the best I can do here, are you guys. And thank you all for listening. To another edition of Singles Only Podcast. If you haven't already, please, please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't reviewed us in the last six months, too, go back and review us. We're so close to hitting the numbers. And also check out the YouTube page. Uh, we have some Singles Only episodes on there, including my favorite, Joe Quazala, at YouTube backslash Paul F. Comedy. Water in the Jersey.